Zubida's world. It's not the same as your world, but it could be your world if you only knew where it's at. The world, Azubida. A hint, it's not Canada or anywhere in Africa. But it's looking for you. Where you at? Are you listening from hyperspace? A science fiction place. A member of a human race. An alien be cool too. Where we at? Zubida's world. Zubida's world. Zubida's world. Season 15, Episode 1. I want to believe. I really do. Listening to the Zubida's World theme song, I realized a couple of things. Number one, I, it, I'm still in love with it. I mean, like, not just the fact that I created it. I mean, I wrote the music. I mean, if I wrote the music, I mean, there was something pre-programmed on my MIDI keyboard. And, like, I would choose different notes, but it would repeat. But, I mean, you know, I put those together in the order that it went in. Number two, I composed the lyrics, which are, you know, like, awesome. Number three... Like, one day I'll be like a 70s sitcom where they have like a really cool or early 80s, but where they have like a really awesome theme song. And in the early episodes, it gets played in its full length. But because it's so long, like eventually, like in the reruns, when it's, you know, later in prime time, when it's played like Seinfeld for years and years and years, like they only cut it down and you hear a little bit like, Super as well, but you won't necessarily hear the whole song. But that's how I know when I made it big. But right now I'm too in love with it to cut it down, so... Whenever an episode starts, you're just going to have to hear it. And that was the third thing that I realized. The fourth thing was, is ironically enough, like I mentioned aliens in that theme song. And as it turns out, turns out, excuse me, aliens is what we're going to talk about today. What? Allow me to set the stage. So I work with a dude who named Alex. And I don't know how or why, but one day we got on the topic of aliens. And he's like, yeah, man, like I'm all into aliens. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm all into aliens too. Which is kind of weird because we're both professionals and like really good at our job and shit. And somehow those two things don't feel like they go together. But anyway... So I was like, well, then you need to be on my podcast. And he laughed, and I said, no, man, I'm actually being for real. You need to be on my podcast. And he said, yeah, man, I'll be on your podcast. So one day, um, yeah, I made it happen. I mean, 
it took a while to get set up because it's been a while since I've had an episode, which I mean, we'll talk about later in the segment. Um, or maybe we won't fuck you for your judgment. Um, but let's just happen when I try to get him on the phone. I mean, and this is like the short version. I think I didn't even get it all taped, but we'll eventually get to aliens, but I'm just giving you the setup. Hello. Okay. So let it be known that the fifth time is the charm. I don't know why. Well, it's probably, I, there are probably some pre-game antics I could have skipped that would have made this all easier. It might be the aliens. They don't want us to talk about it. It could be the aliens that don't want us to talk about it. I agree yeah. 100%. Yeah. Okay. Now that we have it all set up and ready to go, welcome, welcome, uh, Welcome again, as my phone keeps dinging because assholes are texting, and I'm running my phone through my podcast production console, so I really can't stop that from happening because I don't know how to silence the text dings. So we're just going to, you know, soldier on. All right, so now for you Zubitus world aficionados, and I know that there are one or two of you out there, You'll appreciate the fact that one of the long-standing premises or, you know, things that I've really foundational items that I've built this podcast on is, is that I need to be free to be who I am, free to be me, man. And sometimes me is less than perfect. And somehow this podcast feels more real to let you hear all the fuck-ups. Now, you could argue the flip side of the coin and just say that I am phenomenally lazy and maybe also don't want to edit it out. But I do a lot of editing anyway, I feel like. So, I, again, the judgment that you guys are radiating back at me right now is a little bit off-putting. So you need to uh, dial that down already. But anyway, neither here nor there. We got down to the alien talk, man, and I think you're going to find it interesting. Check it out. <laughs> Very important here topic, unidentified flying objects, which according to the U.S. government, by the way, we should be calling unidentified aerial phenomena, UAPs. Mm. Well, just because they want us to talk about it and call them that, you know, I'm definitely not now. That's enough for you to go, fuck that. Did you realize, by the way? that our government released a preliminary report about UAPs in 2021? I, I have not I have not read them. Um, I, I do believe, uh, at least in regards to a lot of what gets put out there, I think a lot of it is still very much screened. Now, I am a Blink-182 fan, so I Tom DeLong, you know, I, I, he, he's, he claims that all of it, you know, pretty well made up by the government and I got side with my guy Tom on that one but you know ultimately I don't I don't really think they want us to know what's going out on out there still doesn't he have uh, like a, his own like alien podcast or UFO podcast I don't know if he's got his own alien podcast I know that he is like uh well 
he went off the deep end there for a while, you know, looking for UFOs and Sasquatch and all sorts of stuff. Well, he might have a podcast then because I one day was driving for hours and hours and hours in my car and tripped across this podcast about aliens. And it was all put on by a dude who was in a band that was either Blink-182 or someone like one of the 18 other bands that to me are the same. Like they're all Blink-182. <laughs> I can't tell them apart. I don't know if it's yeah. Maroon 5. I don't know if it's somebody else. Like one of those bands has a member that has a podcast about aliens. No. Well, I'm, I'm sure it's Tom then. I, I have no doubt. But, you know, I, you know, he's he's a, he's an interesting character too. You know, I, I watched him on Rogan one time and he, he just looked like a complete idiot, honestly. Even as big of a fan as I am, I... I do question him a little bit sometimes too, but as far as like the government stuff goes, I'm all in on what he's got to say. Well, so let's level set here because, and I'll be, and I'll come clean first. All right. You know, on the big question of like, do I think like that there's alien life form? I'm going to come down definitively and say yes. Cause in my rationale is by the way, is that like in this infinite universe, that it's only like gross arrogance that has us believing that that like we're the one in a in an infinite, you know, number, one in a Google, you know, or whatever chance that we're the only sentient life forms. I mean, aside from you know whatever's got going on this planet, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I really believe that there's it, like just the math, the numbers, the law of large numbers tells me somebody's out there somewhere. What they are, yeah. whether we'll ever come in contact with them. I'm not coming down on the side of that question necessarily. I'm just saying they're out there. Yeah, yeah. It would be like completely ignorant to think that we are the only ones here, you know, and with how big the, you know, universe could potentially be, you know, it's like, it's, 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 it's insane to think that we're it. There's, there's, there's no possible way. No possible way. No possible way. Now, I'm open to the discussion about UFOs here, which is what brings us here. Um, on Zubita's World, obviously, we deal with only like highly credible, you know, sources here. So uh, to put these things in context, we're going to hear about what just happened recently to my coworker's brother's friend. Yeah. It's nearly firsthand. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, nearly. And, uh, uh, you know, it's it's, uh, one that I think he had a hard time kind of getting out of them. But essentially what was going on was they were driving – between the Columbus area and the Cleveland area on uh, Highway 71, I believe. Yes. Uh, and they had, had gotten to a certain point, and in the blink of an eye, all of a sudden, they were just driving the complete opposite direction in which they were traveling. They said some missed, you know, missed time, four or five minutes or so, um, and they, they don't have any recollection of what actually happened during that time frame. Now, how many people uh, were in the car when this happened? Two. Okay. And... Were any of those people on drugs, to the best of our knowledge? Nope. No, no drugs. Really? No, no drugs at all. And, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, certainly I think, you know, I've got some guys I, I work with, you know, that have kind of given me some stories about sightings that I most certainly know they were on drugs. But <laughs> when, when, when people talk about the situations after, you know, it, it, it's at least to me, you know, I, you know, going to college and, you know, know enough people you know wide variety of people working in manufacturing you know it's uh it's pretty easy i think to tell when people are telling the truth and from from what my brother had to say these individuals don't want to talk about it uh i from what i understand it was hard to even get it out of them uh there's some 
it freaked them out pretty good, essentially. Uh, Interesting. So, you know, they, so they're not just out there spinning this tale as like a, their favorite party story or no. like every night when they go to the bar or. No, nothing like that. In, in fact, so, you know, I had, I had a site in growing up. Uh, we were, uh, this was actually in Northwest Ohio, real, real close to the Michigan border. Um, we were, I was with my sister and I was maybe a freshman or sophomore in high school. I don't even remember. Uh, completely sober though, obviously. Um, but we were driving towards our high school and we lived in kind of a wooded area. So we had come out, turned the corner and I could just essentially see this disc with a bunch of blue and white alternating lights coming down uh, the highway. Uh, eventually we got to this, it's a intersection um, over right over a pumpkin patch. And it, it was enough space for me to actually look up and see it. And it was a very large flying disc. I mean, it was probably 300 300 yards across uh perfectly perfectly symmetrical blue and white alternating lights uh, definitely some more like white came out of it in the center um like you could you could tell that it was uh you know um it was, like there was no confusing it with anything else now, and do you think that it noticed you like was paying attention to you or i i don't i don't know if it was paying attention to us i think it was going somewhere it was flying north um i don't think it was really focused in on us now we booked it you know my sister you know and, and like i said earlier you kind of tell them people are telling the truth my sister was so scared from it you know i remember we were going to wendy's or something uh, and we, you know we got to the parking lot there and she was just hysterically crying um you know Whoa. scared or something but I, I don't think it really paid any attention where we were going you know we didn't have lost time and uh, you know, I, I definitely know that, you know, it wasn't trying to interact with me. Now, granted, it was on it was on our planet for some sort of purpose. It just I, I definitely wasn't the focus for their visit. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I, this is fascinating to me. Um, I, I mean, actually, when you start, there's somebody else recently at work that I was talking to as well and said, hey, I'm going to be talking with Alex and we're going to be talking about his UFO sighting. And they actually, somebody from whom you wouldn't expect it, was like, actually, I have a sighting story as well. By the way, it was in Ohio. Now, this could just be a function of the fact that we work with a lot of people who are in Ohio. So that's why all the stories are there. But where maybe just Ohio is a hotbed of, I don't know, like UFO activity or something. But enough there is a you know at least one of the one of my friends who's who's pretty involved i'd say in the ufo community uh he had pointed out to me in in the past that there's a lot of ufo activity that he believes in the northwest ohio area is because of the davis bessie power plant really Um, yeah so at least in in his eyes he thinks that you know nuclear power is something that you know potentially in a different universe they haven't explored much um, and, and again, I'm, you know, you definitely have to fact check this. Um, but apparently there's a lot of sightings in or around, you know, uh, nuclear power areas. Although that also uh, leads me to believe it could be like foreign governments, like, you know, interested in our sure. power sources or I don't know. That, that absolutely could be as well, you know, but, uh, but, you know, we know that, uh, they're, we're resorting to some pretty, some pretty primitive technology to spy these days, like balloons. So. <laughs> yes, yes. Now, but interestingly, so I read the I read the preliminary like summary of the yeah. 2021 uh, government report, 
And I, what I found interesting was, is, so they said they categorized all these different unidentified aerial phenomena. Again, they're using UAP. Mm-hmm. And they had a bunch of different categories, you know, possible like meteorological events, um, things that are like basically U.S. private or government-sponsored projects that are secret, um, you know, of foreign nations, you know, and something from there. But they did have a category named other in which they said, okay, well, there's also of the data that we've collected and reviewed, there are some things that we cannot put into any of the other categories and that some of those things do have like what seems to be like impossible, like in terms of physics, you know, movement yeah. or whatever. They, they also state, and I'm a little bit impressed because what they, they, because they said that a disproportionate number of the sightings that they had, again, that they were pulling into the study over a time period um, was associated um, in the vicinity of um, essentially military, you know, whether it's bases yep. or this or that or whatever. However, and here's where they impressed me. They said, we don't know if that is just data bias, though, if there's bias in that data, because it also happens that we have like our most sophisticated equipment, like we're looking, like we're paying attention to what's entering the airspace or up or above or nearby all of our military installations we're looking yeah. far more carefully than they are in like my neighborhood. Like oh, that's, that's, that's a good point. I mean, yeah, but you know, the, the normal human doesn't have, you know, huge radar systems going above their house, you know, unless you're, you know, close to some of those areas, but yeah. Or you know, like, what, yeah, you're like, you're near like a Doppler station or something. You know, you yeah. don't have that kind of stuff. So they did say that they fully admitted to the bias in the data um, so sure. they were being very transparent. Well, the nuclear power station, too. I would I would envision that that's something that, you know, like for terrorism are, are monitored pretty closely. Absolutely. Absolutely. Positively, uh, that, man. That makes sense. Now, one thing that is interesting is that, you know, because a lot of times, you know, you know, there's this, this thought that they're not getting caught on radar or any sort of like a, you know, GPS tracking or anything like that. And a lot of people believe that it's because that they are not necessarily traveling, you know, through space. What they're doing is they're creating a wrinkle in space and time and traveling interdimensionally. And popping uh, in and out. Popping in and out. So that's why, like, you know, global satellites and things don't have pictures of them necessarily coming into our, our orbit. Now, granted, if they do, they wouldn't tell us anyways. Awkward transition. Topic Strange Music that I composed. Is it creepy? I certainly hope so. Just like the idea of UFOs, lost time. Did it go? Just like the lost time from listening to this show. feels like the right time to either read you some poetry 
or to recite a quote. I'm going to choose a quote from my favorite author, uh, Douglas Adams, out of the restaurant at the end of the universe. It is known that there are an infinite number of worlds simply because there is an infinite amount of space for them to be in. However, not every one of them is inhabited. Therefore, there must be a finite number of inhabited worlds. Any finite number divided by infinity is as near to nothing as, make no, as makes no odds. So the average population of all the planets in the universe can be said to be zero. From this it follows that the population of the whole universe is also zero, and that any people you may meet from time to time are merely products of the pro- are merely the products of a deranged imagination. Nice. The nice was mine, not Douglas Adams. Although he probably said nice, but maybe not the South Park way. Stupidest world. It needs an outro to this world, but I can't remember the notes on the keyboard, so what do I do? I know, I will just make it up, it will be righteous, I know you'll like it too, what we doing? Season 15, episode 1. Peace out.